Welcome to the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast, where we chat about fueling your performance on and off the field, court, track, or pool. I'm your host, Stephanie Melitano, a registered sports dietitian who specializes in helping athletes optimize their performance with a strong fueling plan. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will provide you with specific strategies and practical tips to help you reach your performance goals. So join me as we explore the world of nutrition and learn how to take your game to the next level. This week on the podcast, I'm going to answer a question submitted by you, the athletes. I asked on Instagram what questions I can answer for you and hundreds of questions came in, which I love reading them all, but to squeeze them all into one podcast, I don't think it's just going to happen. So I'm going to space out some of these Q&A over the next few kind of episodes. Maybe I'll stagger them a bit, but I think this is great because it's really answering the key things that you want me to dive into. So I am really excited. I think I'm gonna make this a new series um, where I'm just answering your questions about fueling, hydration, and more. So let's dive into some of those questions. The first question that came in was, incorporating more iron into my diet, what are some iron-rich foods that are good for athletes? Oof, what a good, good question. This is actually, you know, a lab that I often ask athletes to get when I'm looking at, you know, just their overall big picture health because having that iron panel and being able to look at your ferritin and which is your iron storage and, you know, how much you're eating, it's kind of helpful just to see that big picture. But iron is a trace mineral, meaning we need it in small amounts, but we still need it. It's essential to your overall function. It's a crucial part of your fueling plan. So if you skip it, you will absolutely feel that impact on your performance and your health. Iron is responsible for carrying oxygen throughout your body. So it bonds with hemoglobin in your blood and then myoglobin in your muscles, and it kind of moves that oxygen around. If you are iron deficient, you will notice that you're more tired or fatigued. You may notice shortness of breath, whether it's going up and down the stairs or at practice where you used to be fine. Now you're just having a hard time keeping up. Impaired muscle function and your just overall performance isn't going well. So maybe coach changed up the training plan or the training load. You go from preseason to to during, during competition season and you just feel like you can't keep up. Let's take a look at your iron stores. Let's see kind of how we're doing here. Let's look at that overall intake and make sure you're eating enough iron. The recommended dietary allowance for iron is about 18 milligrams for females who are menstruating and eight milligrams for males. Now this difference of 10 milligrams is due to the monthly loss of iron in the blood of females when we menstruate. So that's why females need a bit more iron from month to month. But regardless, it's important that you're consistent with adding iron throughout the day. Now, there are a few groups of athletes who are at a bigger risk for iron deficiency simply because you need more. Kind of touched on one already, the female athlete, because you lose some with every menstrual cycle, but also plant-based athletes need more iron and really have to focus in on taking in more iron because plant iron is bound within the fibers of plants. And so it's harder for your body to digest and get all of the iron truly out of that plant products or vegetable or fruit and things like that. So we want to make sure that you're kind of upping that iron a bit. When I have vegetarian, vegan, or plant-based athletes, that's really what I'm honing in on is can we look at different iron sources, variety of plants, fortified foods, maybe a multivitamin, a supplement if necessary, um, really honing in on that food purpose first and really kind of finding that best balance. 
The third group is any athlete who is under fueling. So if you're just not eating enough energy through the day, you don't have enough energy available for training and keep up with that human function, you're probably not eating enough iron. So when I'm working with athletes who are under fueling and trying to recover from reds, yeah, you bet iron is something I look at because if you weren't eating enough fuel, odds are good you weren't eating enough of most nutrients as well. So let's talk about where you can find iron in food, because that was your question. So there are two types of iron um, or dietary iron. The first is heme iron, which is only found in animal products. So think about like beef, poultry, fish, very, very easily absorbed by your digestive system, kind of breaks it down and kind of gets it right into your body, which is awesome. Then there's non-heme iron, which is found in those plant-based foods and different fortified products like whole grains or um, different cereals. This is not as easily absorbed because of that fiber, like I said. That plant just kind of gets in its own way. So you do need a little bit more of plant-based iron sources like leafy greens and those fortified cereals if you're trying to reach all of your iron stores via plants. Now, here are some tips. First, Try to include some red meat or dark poultry a few times a week to help you really have that easily absorbable iron in your system. Next, include different fortified breads and cereals and pastas. So a lot of breads or even breakfast cereals have iron added. Oatmeal is a great source of iron as well. So really looking for just some of those basic cereals that you can include in to get some variety and some good iron. The third piece is Vitamin C loves iron. Vitamin C enhances iron absorption, which is really great. So when you're thinking about pairing different things together, if you're going to have um, oatmeal, maybe pair it with some strawberries. Strawberries are a great source of vitamin C. Or if you're going to have steak, maybe have peppers or um, an orange with it. That's a wonderful source of vitamin C to really enhance that iron absorption, especially in non-heme or those plant-based iron sources adding the vitamin C can be really, really helpful. So some top sources of iron for athletes, you're looking at beef and pork, you could do chicken, um, whether it's dark meat or white meat, tuna is also another great source of iron. So really looking at a big amount of variety. But when it comes to non-heme iron, you can use things like um, soybeans, tofu, lentils, spinach, dark chocolate is a good source of iron, but like real dark chocolate. Um, and then all of those fortified foods that we talked about. So things like the cereal, oatmeal, breads, and pastas. The key here is variety when it comes to your iron and consistency to make sure that you're getting enough iron throughout the day. Question number two, recommendations on what to eat between games on game day. Sometimes I have less than an hour and a half between games. I do not like to eat a whole meal that close to a game, so please help me, what should I do? Yeah, so having kind of that tournament style or meat fueling plan is essential. You really want to make sure you've got this plan. You've got a cooler packed, a bag packed of snacks to really help you elevate your game. And so that's kind of my first tip here is get a cooler or get a bag that you can keep close by or in your car or that can keep things cold all day to help keep you fueled. Because the key here is, again, just kind of the same thing with iron. On tournament day, you want to give your body consistent fuel all day long. But like this athlete mentioned, you can't always have a huge meal between games or between events because you just your body won't be able to digest it that quickly. 
So here's the typical game plan of what I recommend for nutrition for tournament style or meat style um, competition. First is start with a strong breakfast. We want a lot of carbohydrates, a little bit of protein, a little bit of essential fats, and some good hydration. So this could be something like a couple of uh, frozen waffles with peanut butter, a drinkable yogurt or chocolate milk, and some fruit. That's a great start. Or you can do oatmeal. Just really having that carbohydrate foundation because we want to super saturate those carb stores to get you through the day. Then as you go through the day and what you want to pack in your bag is, is going to be dependent on what you have schedule-wise. If you have more than two hours between competitions or games, that's where you can add in a bit more protein and fat because your body has time to digest it. So you could do something like a turkey sandwich or maybe an athlete lunchable where you have turkey and cheese and pretzels and crackers and a few um, maybe cucumbers or a little bit of color from fruit. Those are great. Gets you some protein in. You've got some time to digest if you have that two plus hours. If you only have about an hour to maybe two hours, this is where we want to start cutting back on some of those high fat, high protein options that slow down digestion because we don't want this food sitting in your gut when the whistle goes off. So this can mean something like you're just doing a PB&J or you're having a cliff Bar and a banana or just a turkey roll up with some crackers. So you're not having all that color and all that high fiber options. We still want to get protein in. We still want to get fuel in. We just don't want it to be a huge meal. Now, if you only have 30 to 60 minutes, this is where we don't want any protein. We really don't want any high fiber options or even a lot of essential fats because again, they slow down digestion. We want quick, simple carbohydrates. So things like applesauce, raisins, a banana, a simple fruit smoothie. So nothing with protein in it, just a fruit smoothie can be a really a good option between games to just get you some quick boost of fuel and really help keep your energy up with those back-to-back competitions. Question number three, what to eat in the morning before training? We're actually going to start with this the night before. So it's actually not so much the morning, it's the night before. So dinner needs to be really well-rounded. So we need to have half a plate of carbohydrates, a quarter plate of protein, and a quarter plate of color with some essential fats in there and color being fruits and vegetables. And so we really wanna super pack that carbohydrate content before bed because you need the fuel. As you sleep, your body drains that energy. I don't want you to wake up with a completely empty battery for energy. We wanna keep it full. So you're having dinner, and then before bed, you're going to have a power snack. So this power snack is going to have a lot of protein and some good amount of carbohydrates and maybe some color if you want to get it in there. A good example would be like a yogurt bowl with granola or cereal on top, maybe with some peanut butter and berries. Really simple, really easy. I love recommending um, dairy products like the yogurt or cottage cheese or even like a smoothie with yogurt before bed because dairy products have whey protein and casein in them. So that quick whey protein that's digested really quickly and gets those amino acids or that building block to your muscle and casein, which is a little bit more slow to digest. So while you're sleeping, you get these little dribs and drabs of amino acids that help you build muscle while you sleep. Kind of cool, but that's that power of a strong snack before bed. 
Then when you wake up in the morning, this is going to be dependent on what time practice is. So if you are waking up at 6 and practice is at 7, we're thinking really, really simple breakfast. Maybe just a bagel with peanut butter or, um, you know, maybe an apple juice with a waffle and peanut butter. You're just keeping it simple, but a lot of quick carbohydrates. If you have two hours, you can add a bit more protein in there as well. So maybe you're adding a scrambled egg with your bagel, um, or you're doing a quick wrap with like an egg and cheese and bagel. It really is going to be dependent on how much time you have before practice because your body needs time to digest. So if you have two or more hours, you can add more protein in. You have about an hour before practice. You're really trying to sneak in that sleep. Stick with just like a bagel with peanut butter and juice um, just to really super saturate that carbohydrate content, but give you just a smidge of protein and fat from that peanut butter or that sunflower butter. Question number four, how do I prevent muscle cramps through fueling and hydration? Ooh, I love this question. Um, if you've been here long enough and if you've been my client, you know that one of my favorite words is consistency. So um, I think I say it at least once a podcast episode. I know I say it uh, in one-on-one sessions with athletes, but really you want to be consistent. That's the number one thing is giving your muscles the tools that it needs to thrive all day long. So not just before training and not just after training, but all day long. This includes meals, snacks, fluids, and electrolytes. So you're really finding that balance because carbohydrates help to supersaturate your muscle with energy. So lots of meals and snacks that are based in carbs are incredible. And then fluids and electrolytes have a good foundation in your hydration plan. And to be honest, the hydration formula really includes fluids, carbohydrates, and electrolytes. Fluids are most obvious, what keep you hydrated, right? That water. Carbohydrates help your body to absorb and utilize that water in your GI tract, and electrolytes help to keep that water where they need to be in your muscles. So this is where you need all three to stay hydrated. You can't just focus on chugging water. I think a big thing that I see, like, let's see, I think it was last week I had an athlete in my office say, I'm drinking so much water, but I am so thirsty, but I'm sick of going to the bathroom. And I said, okay, let's take a look at that hydration formula because you're drinking a lot of water, but you don't have enough electrolytes in your fueling plan, especially sodium. So we kind of looked at finding that balance and she came back in and sent me a little note and said, hey, much better now that we added in some of that sodium with those higher salt foods and electrolyte substances and sports fuels because it really helped her just find that balance. So leading up to practice your game, you do want to stay on top of your fluids. You want to sip water um, or milk with a meal or lemonade with meals, but then you also want to make sure that you're including enough carbohydrates and electrolytes into your body to help your body hold on to that water. So that primary electrolyte we're talking about here is going to be sodium. Um, so in your pre-workout snack, you can just choose something salty like a pretzel or a goldfish. That's a great way to sneak in some electrolytes um, during session or during training. You can add sports drinks or different electrolyte tabs. Anything more than 90 minutes of training or if it's hot or if you're a super sweater, I always recommend adding electrolytes during training. So long sessions, hot sessions, or if you're a super sweater, make sure you're adding in those electrolytes to your water because it's important that your body has what it needs to stay hydrated. Question number five, do different sports require different fueling plans? Yes and no. 
Every sport is different in the timing of fuel and what types of fuel you need, but for the most part, you really need to be just consistent with your fueling. So for every sport, the amount of carbohydrates on your plate is going to matter the most. So you want to aim for at least a third to a half a plate of carbohydrates following that hard or moderate training plate. And if you want to learn more about the training plates, definitely check out episode nine, building a strong performance plate for more information on building that strong plate. But this is how I teach athletes to really make sure that you're fueling your body is by looking at your plate and really eyeballing do you have enough carbohydrates? Because by looking for a third to a half a plate of carbs, that means that you're typically getting it enough, especially if you're spacing snacks in between. We have that pre-workout snack and post-workout snack. It's a really good foundation for your fueling plan. Team sports and distance running are long, high energy demand sports. So you don't have as much opportunity to fuel. So that's where that pre-game meal and snack are going to be incredibly important. Then we're going to add a halftime snack in for that essential fuel. And so there are some different strategies that we're using for more of these team-based sports for sure. Um, Where more event-based sports like gymnastics, track and field, swimming on competition day, you have longer competition days, but a lot of small gaps between events or races. And so here we're looking at a strategy of maybe you can't get in a full meal because you'd have to have a you know, a big pregame meal in the morning and then, you know, one in the afternoon, you just don't have enough time to digest. Now we can look at, okay, how do we sneak in quick fuel sources throughout the day and adding in that little sneaky strategy of protein and carbs and finding that balance depending on when you're competing and again, what you're eating and the time you eat really matters. So we look at that schedule and we try to figure out what fuel source will work best at that time. So to answer your question, yes, Every sport requires a different fueling strategy in terms of timing, but most sports really need to hone in on increased carbohydrates and make sure you're fueling your body efficiently to have that competitive edge. That's the goal. Have the energy on board so that you can be the most competitive possible. My goal as a sports dietitian is to help you take your game to the next level with nutrition. When you're confident in feeling your game, you're faster, more focused, and you're able to play at your best. I love this Q&A episode. I definitely think I'm going to make it a series, and I appreciate you tuning in and listening to the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, I always appreciate positive reviews, so please go over to the podcast page wherever you are listening and leave a short review. I love reading everything that you share. If you're looking for more fueling tips, please check out my community on Instagram, highschool.athlete.nutrition. This is where I am most often sharing fueling tips and more. And don't forget to check out the Academy. This is your online course and go to Nutrition Hub for fueling videos, game day fueling guides, and so much more. Visit www.smnutritionrd.com backslash academy to learn more. Until next time, happy fueling.